in the little podcast called Animusings. We're going to take a mind train into nature's wonderland. Hold on to your hats as the wildest ride in the wilderness. <laughs> See, I, I was going to do magnification. And then like, you'd add like a little like uh, echo on it. Magnification. As you can see, the snowflake has melted. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Animusings. That was, that was my long-winded intro for not, it's not long-winded at all, actually. I am David King, one of your regular hosts. My other regular host is sitting immediately to my right. Hello, I am Kayla Berry, and it, we also have a, another guest. Oh my gosh, Ben Spiegel. Ben Spiegel. <laughs> this is, this is, I love the hesitation. Ben Spiegel. That, that's me. I, I, I was tempted to say Spike, or but then I was like, wait, or yeah. should I call Oscar-nominated him? actor and director. <laughs> Ben Spiegel. Hey man, I submitted uh, my short film to a bunch of festivals that are uh, Oscar qualifying, so that may be truer than you think in the future, maybe. Fingers crossed. Fingers, yeah, <laughs> fingers crossed. Yeah. Uh, so we, the reason I did gave the Nature's Wonderland intro though is because we just watched 1942's Bambi, the perfect movie for October. I mean. I mean, Actually, I don't know if they... Do they ever show fall? They should... They, Briefly. Uh, there was a point where it's like, oh, look, a fall montage. And now it's winter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no one, no one cares about fall. Deer don't care about Halloween. According to this movie, there are only two <laughs> two seasons. It's winter and and spring. Do we even see summer? I don't think we even no, see summer in this Like Maybe for like half a second. There's not really... I mean, summer and spring kind of blend together for all the deer. I yeah, guess. well, and 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 fall and winter kind of like like coincide with each other, but they are separate seasons. That's yeah. true. You don't exactly see Bambi being like, "Mother, why does it feel like it's hot as hell right now?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, Thumper's caught on fire. <laughs> Well, that, happened, that happens near the end. Of the- <laughs> and, then, and then, and then, spoilers. And then, yes, it's like man has warmed the planet. <laughs> <laughs> it's all a global warming allegory. So, um, if it was made today, should I uh, give some details about uh, the book, or should I give it throughout the movie? Well, let's give some, let's get some history of uh, of the book, and which kind of leads us into the movie. Okay. You have you're the one with all the wealth of details on this. Yeah, because I feel like the most the most interesting part about Bambi, uh, in terms of like in terms of, like, the background history, is the book itself, or, like, the writer of the book itself. All right, well, why don't we start there, and then we can talk about the production of the movie. Okay, so um, Bambi is based off a novel called Bambi, A Life in the Woods um, by Felix Sultan, who is an Austrian novelist. And did extensive research living in the woods with deer. <laughs> <laughs> Tonight on Chris and Martin Kratz, Be the Creature. <laughs> Uh, funny enough, this uh, the book itself is not a children's book. It actually was meant for adults. It's actually it's about like two hundred and ninety three pages, mm. and there's a lot of bloods and guts action, some sexual conquest and betrayal, and like uh, six. Uh, there's like six murders, and it's pretty dark. And does Bambi commit all of the murders, or is it all humans? I do not know that. Well, I guess we'll have to read the book and find out. Yeah, as far well, as I know, the body count in this movie is two. Well, it's definitely a big hit in the uh, in the English speaking world, but Salton's most well known work uh, in the German speaking world is an erotic novel called uh, Josephine 
Mutzenbacher. And actually, in in the Germany is has like sequels and like adaptations. Oh my gosh! That's that's their. So are so any of the characters voiced by Patrick Stewart in the sequel? Oh god! Is 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 Mutzenbacher like the last name, or is that just is that a, does that mean something in German? I, I don't. Or it, I think it's her last name, Josephine Mutzenbacher. Mutzenbacher oh, is an amazing last name. That's a cool last name. I'm gonna use that in my next script. That's my new pen name, David Mutzenbacher. We need to. We need to. Um, uh, do a separate podcast just about the Mutzenbacher series. That seems oh, hi. Good. Sorry, there's a cat oh, in here. That's our, that's our next set special guest. Hi, uh, Dot. Bye, Sorry. Bye, Dot. Bye. Uh, now, you guys notice in the beginning of the film, like uh, during the credits, mm-hmm. uh, that it says, To Sidney A. Franklin, our sincere appreciation for the inspiring collaboration. Yeah. Uh, yeah, what was that about? Sidney, so I had to look it up. Sidney A. Franklin actually is a director. He directed a lot of silent films. Oh. Uh, he um, actually bought the rights to the novel or to adapt it into a film mm-hmm. from uh, Sultan. Okay. And um, he tr- uh, he was trying to do it as a live action film. And... <laughs> That like, was training all no, those Could here. you imagine that insane undertaking? Like, do you, you guys know about the movie Roar, right? No. Oh, boy. Um, so, all right, I'll, I'll make this as brief as possible, because what you're saying is super interesting. But the, the movie Roar is um, a movie, I believe, made in the 70s, maybe early 80s. Oh, no, it took them 10 years. So it started in the 70s, and they released it in the 80s. Uh, uh, the the husband of Tippi Hedren was, like, really into animals and stuff. So he wanted to do a movie where they lived with, like, a bunch of real lions and tigers Mm-hmm. Uh, oh my! <laughs> yeah, exactly. Lions and tigers, and they were just allowed to roam free and do whatever they wanted. So these were like real actors acting. And like, the, no, none of the none of the animals died in the making of the film. There was like uh, a couple of lions who died because of like there was like some flooding or something. Okay, but uh, the uh, in in the actual shooting of the film, the, no animals died. But there were like 70 plus injuries due to animals attacking people oh, randomly. Geez. And they show it in the movie. So I can only imagine what a, trying to adapt a story with a script would be like with, with animals. Oh, oh my gosh. Well, with this one, uh, he, like he had even gone to stage a recording of both Margaret Sullivan and Henry Fonda's voices. Oh. Uh, but- <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I know. I want to see that movie. But uh, he, Wait, really- he was just intended to have their voices be over these deer yep, walking around. Yeah, that's amazing. Like, was he gonna like was he gonna do like like a little animation to move their mouth, or uh, was it gonna be like kind of like Morgan Freeman narrating what's inside their head? Well, here's the thing: he realized that the technology wasn't simply adequate enough. Like, they didn't. He really didn't have the technology to make this film. Right. But then uh, he saw Snow White and the Seven Dwar- Dwarfs and realized, oh. Walt can do this. <laughs> For so, a price. So he contacted Walt and told him about this, and he um, he immediately leaped at the project and um, started developing it in 1936. Oh, uh, wow. Yeah. Uh, but this was at the same time he was also doing Fantasia, Dumbo, and Pinocchio. Right. Uh, we, we When we watched uh, The Reluctant Dragon, they, we saw that uh, Bambi was in production at the same time. At least it, they were saying in the studio it was under production at the same time as Dumbo. Because mm-hmm. you see them actually do a little a little animation thing from Bambi, and this is still, um, 
the Reluctant Dragon was 41, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So this is still a year, a year, maybe less, maybe more. So you know from how. From the release of this film. So, so you know how at this point Disney is right now not doing so well or basically got a bit saved by Dumbo? Yeah, they had the windfall from Dumbo. Yeah, well, because we, we, the the movies before it, including uh, Fantasia, was before uh, Dumbo, right? Right. Correct. So it was just everything was kind of failing. Yeah. Um, yeah, they were on the verge of bankruptcy because not only that, uh, David and I discussed this in er- earlier podcasts. Um, there was also a strike. Yeah. And, and now this is like I want to say this is the first movie. Where they're now entering World War Two, right? Well, it's forty two. Well, what, well when I mean, did it, when did the movie or when America Pearl Harbor attack? Um, when did the movie premiere? Uh, yeah, because the uh, Walt himself was kind of like co opted by the by the government to make animated shorts to like teach people like how to recognize planes and stuff. So right, well, uh, as well we, as go to we Brazil. Were, well, we are <laughs> we are uh, get, we might have to take a look at victory through air power at some point. Yeah, which is um, which was a huge um, like I, I, it was a huge propaganda film. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Walt was genuinely interested in, you know, the war effort, so, Uh, I mean... I mean, it was an important uh, thing at the time. Sorry, go ahead. Okay, so, yeah, this was right after, because Pearl Harbor was uh, bombed in in December 1941, Uh and then this came out August 1942. Mm. Uh, Yeah, so we had just entered the war. Yeah, for some reason, my, my my, my brain went to 40... For some reason, put... This is me because I know that date. I know the date, but my brain wasn't connecting the dates, and I was like, "Oh, it was forty-two. It was it? No, because it was forty-one. So by the, so this came out during after America got involved. In Wait, David, do you not know what Pearl Harbor is? <laughs> <laughs> like, I just turned this into a thing where it's like, David, Son. so stupid. You don't Son. remember the exact date Son. and time. I have been to Pearl Harbor. <laughs> I was there. So uh, <laughs> I was there in my time machine. <laughs> so they were riding on Bambi to be a success because they even took at that point they took out a loan from the bank. Mm. Oh wow! Yeah, that's so. Were they? Were they, Did they come in and they were like tuppence? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, do you, do you know the story about? Um... Because the the a, a lot of their their early films were f- funded by the by the bank itself, mm-hmm. uh, whatever bank they went through. But uh, uh, Bank of America, Bank of America, okay. And thank you, Bank of America, for making Disney films happen. Also, thank you, RKO, for distributing those movies for a while. Yeah, that too. But uh, yeah, for for Snow White, I guess like one of the bank people showed up for a screening of the film, and like the film was still like mostly drawings and like 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 not even like colored in or anything so half of it was Walt Disney kind of like explaining what's supposed to happen and like what it's going to be like and like the bank guys just like sitting there going rah, rah, rah. and the, the, this is uh, uh did I say it's Snow White? Yeah, Snow White. Yeah, so it's the first one. So like like the bank guy is just like sitting there like like a bank person like you would expect a bank person would just like kind of grouchily sitting there. Right, he's played by Dick Van Dyke. Yeah, Dick Van Dyke. <laughs> person makeup and so so the the, the movie finishes and the, like the bank person is like ah yeah whatever this is the this movie's all right also it's gonna make you a ton of money you've been approved and then he like leaves <laughs> it's like all right cool <laughs> thanks guy but by the way uh uh ben has a for listeners out there ben not only has a film degree but is the son of a disney imagineer so he knows his yeah yeah i know i know my my disney stuff i i grew up with disney 
my dad is a uh, a writer for many of uh, the 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 most recent attractions. Uh, Star Tours, Star Tours, Turtle Talk with Crush, which is awesome. Mm. Uh, just, the most recent one is the Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, which is the uh, the 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 repurposing of Tower of Terror. Mm-hmm. Which is it's really cool though. I like you know. I've yet to experience it, so I don't know what it's like. But well, it's, um, I've it's, heard lots of good things. Yeah, it's really awesome. And uh, well, this, this is not what the podcast. No, 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 is about. no, 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 no. But uh, okay. you know, it's cool. Go check it out. <laughs> yes. So, uh, I, I was trying to give, basically say Ben knows his stuff. Uh, so, uh, actually, uh, here's the thing. Bambi did not do well. No! No! Like, barely. It they, did well in our hearts. So, um, <laughs> they had a $1.7 million budget. They only made back $1.64 million. Oh, oh, they were just like a couple... Yeah, so they, they were like a couple... Like a... Like a couple ten grands off. Well, he, I don't know how to say the. That's all right. How do you do the multiple? <laughs> the multiple because I know you like a couple grand and then a couple hundred, so a couple hundred it, grand, it, but it, a couple it, tens grands. Uh, basically, they were about uh, six thousand off. Oh no, okay. no, not six thousand. I'm sixty thousand. Six hundred thousand. Oh, six hundred. Wait, I'm like trying to calculate. I thought it was sixty. No, it'd be sixty thousand. Yeah, see, the, so that's why I was trying to say multiple tens. Yes. We're not thousands. math people. We are not. So, but um, eventually, they actually made two million dollars back when they re-released it in 1947. But uh, you'll notice, like, eventually, when we get to um, the next films, uh, they're all like um, the these films are like shorts. Mm. Rather like three caballeros and saludos. And so like that. yeah, yeah. So like they're but, they're, they're like well, semi feature like, but with like it's it's all built off of like shorts rather than having like one kind of. It's like, like yeah, more anthology. Oh, it's like what the reluctant dragon was. Yeah, the next the next actually full anime full length animated film that's a a full story won't be until 1950, which is Cinderella. Oh, oh wow. really? Yeah. Okay. So, but but the movies that we're going to be watching in the uh, during the. Um, World War Two era are still technically part of the canon, right? Yeah, they were still released out in theater. They're still considered. I mean, they're still they're animated still, features. Right? They're still yeah. called and produced by theatrical yeah. release. Theatrical sure. yeah. release. They're actually full length animated features. So we have a specific criteria when we came to the show. It's, it was anything. It was stuff that was produced by Walt Disney Animation Studios. Yeah, they are and... still full length animated features. They were released in theater, but. The films themselves are more like shorts. Okay. Dude, that was really scary for a moment there. I thought the show wasn't going to be able to go on. <laughs> <laughs> I also, saying, we're going to have to jump ahead to uh, to, to, to clarify. By the way, d- uh, the Dumbo, which I uh, guess is the last movie you guys watched, uh, this barely qualifies a feature it's, film. It's barely, barely. Spe- does. Specifically, Dumbo, which I guess you said was forty-seven minutes. Yeah, forty-seven. It, minutes? It, it's something ridiculous. It was a uh, how long was Dumbo? Because I was I was looking at him like, what the heck? Uh, it's... Oh, no, no, sorry. It's an hour and four minutes. It's an hour and four. Uh, oh, okay. Bambi's only an hour and... Ten. 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 Okay, so it's not much more. Three minutes Three minutes more of animation. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was, you know, I was... Well, we were watching the movie, and we're going to get to the, you know, proper little, like, detail-by-detail summary in a second. Yeah, here. do you guys, like, do you normally go through, like, from beginning to end? Yeah, yeah. we do. Okay. We talk about it in detail. Cool. But what we, uh, what I noticed watching it was, like, we get to toward the end, it's like, this movie is shorter than I remember it being yeah. as a kid. Mm-hmm. I remember this movie being very long, and... Uh, the, while there were parts of the movie I really enjoyed, it was never really my favorite. 
No. But I can appreciate it now for what it is, but at the same time recognize like there's a weird place in my memory where the movie felt like a slog in places, and it doesn't feel like that anymore. Like, I'm watching yeah. it. I, 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 I have a theory about that, but I want to get into the actual... Let's let's discuss the movie in full detail. <laughs> All right. But um, just to, just before we continue, Bandy, Bambi was a Walt Disney's personal favorite of all his films. Really? Wow. Yeah. Even until he died? I guess so. Wow. Wow. So now I know two things that were Walt Disney... Well, three things that were Walt Disney's favorite. His favorite uh, character was Donald. His favorite movie was, was Bambi. And his favorite land was Fantasyland. And then actually his favorite song was uh, Feed the Birds. Oh yeah, that's four things. I know. There you go. Well, uh... Congrats, kids. You know a little bit more about Walt Disney himself. Walt, uh, I think... Well, I would say Walt chose wisely. I guess that remains to be seen. Uh, I guess we can talk... Now, what's interesting is, uh, having... Again, coming off The Reluctant Dragon, we saw how they were animating and drawing animals. I understand that for Bambi, they actually did bring in, like, live animals to, like, really watch them move around and stuff, like deer and things like that. Yeah, they did. Because, um, right off the bat, uh, as we get into the film... Uh, I will say that, uh, well, first of all, we have our opening, you know, the opening so, credits. So, yeah, we have the opening credits, and the song uh, song plays called Love is a Song. Is it just me, or are none of the song, or except for probably one of the songs from Bambi, actually? Memorable? There's two, yeah. There's two memorable songs from Bambi. The most well, memorable one comes a little later. This is probably the other memorable song from Love Bambi. Is, Love is a Song? I yeah. think so. I, I don't... I never. I, all, all I can tell you is that it sounds very sti- stereotypically forties, like very like croony type of. Love is a song. <laughs> They're like leaning into the mic and like. Da-boo-ba-doo. Well, that it's it's very because it's it's very like thirties crooner as opposed to like Sinatra crooner. Yeah, exactly. Like it's, we don't get that. To it's, like the it films. feels even for the time it was released, it feels a little bit dated. <laughs> you know what? I you mentioned that when we were watching it, and I thought to myself. I don't know if that's true, and then the more I listen to it, I'm like, maybe, actually. Yeah, because it, like, it felt like a little bit like an era that, lately, it felt more like it belonged in Snow White rather than in the Bambi. Yeah, because it's funny, because we didn't really get that in Dumbo. In Dumbo, we had Baby Mine, which was Gorky. beautiful. Yeah, yeah. that's beautiful. But, but, that's, but yeah, no, so that's a lady, but that's a, that was a, a lady, that was a, a, a female yeah. Yeah. singer, and... Uh, here it's like okay, so I, I wonder. Yeah, I wonder. And like, it's, it's a good thing it wasn't Alfalfa singing. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 arguable whether or not like any of the 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 songs in the movie other than uh, April Showers and the and the the Hunters theme are the are <laughs> the, oh, those the two are the most theme. memorable bits of music to me because I can yeah. I can uh, those come to mind immediately. The uh, love as a song is I can only think of that one like little section because yeah the rest of it is kind of okay none of the songs not that, not, not any discredit to the songs so oh, they're, they're fine not, songs but they're it's not just bad songs yeah. more memorable I, as the so I mean I'll, I'll mention one of the songs I like that comes in later I actually like uh, uh, looking for romance I actually kind of like that the, some of the parts of that song I can see that yeah but um. Uh, 
But anyway, so the it opens up very pastoral, and already we can tell that the animation is ten times better than Dumbo. Well, spent some money. We've gone back to the elaborate establishing multi-pane camera shot. Yeah. You know, have you ever noticed that in Dumbo we didn't get as many elaborate multi-pane camera shots? No. Did you notice that? But, I mean, that's uh, also the title of my new band. I, I <laughs> <laughs> multi-pane I camera shot. Elaborate. I, I, pl- elaborate. I, I played bass for multi-pane. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah because I, I brought it up to you it's like yeah this is very you could tell they really skimmed with Dumbo where with this one it's like nope well, remember, yeah, remember in Animators, Dumbo, I give thought... Give it your best. Exactly. In Dumbo, I said, it looked like the way it was animated reminded me more of a, like a Disney short. Yeah. Mm. Like a silly symphony or, I mean, especially like when we saw that gorilla shaking the bars of the cage, it looked like Ajax from the Donald yeah. Duck cartoon. And I was like, okay. But here we're like kind of back to more of that blend of like, it still looks cartoony, but they're really putting effort into making it seem more like a moving picture as opposed to a cartoon yeah yeah well uh, one of the things we talked about and like it's it's more so in some areas than in the entire movie but it has like a very like painterly quality to it It kind of i i I think the closest thing we came to was a kind of like a monet kind of like like uh kind of like those brush yeah yeah, like those brush strokey things yeah the the backgrounds in this movie movie are absolutely gorgeous yeah the forest scenes well i mean it has to be because it's it's pastoral they're showing nature yeah but it's fantastic looking i love the actually i love when you're first getting the establishing shot of the forest beautiful multi-pane uh camera movement and then you get you see that waterfall in the distance yeah and you know that waterfall comes into play a little later in the movie too so it's like kind of nice to establish oh dude that's cool yeah i didn't even think about that it's 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 like that moment when you're like on the cars ride and you turn the corner you see the waterfall and you're like oh damn (laughs) yeah So is that waterfall really small or is it just really far away? <laughs> Force perspective. <laughs> so we begin. Uh, Bambi has just been born and he is the prince of the forest, and all the animals are gathering around him, including and- Friend Owl. Friend Owl, who has no name other than Friend Owl. Also, why is his like like why are they why does he have like a robot name? <laughs> Hello, I am Friend Owl. It's <laughs> a Game Grumps joke, by the way. <laughs> Uh, one thing you'll start to notice, too, is, like, all the, uh, animals, like, the younger animals, they're voiced by children. Like, yeah. this, uh, this was, like, the, um, the one time where D- Disney's, like, which was unusual in general, yeah, at the time for Disney to be like, no, 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 we got young animals, we're get- we're hiring children to voice them, not mm-hmm. adults. Yeah, well, they, they hired a real kid in Pinocchio, right? That was a... Yeah, that's a real kid. They- that was a real kid, um... I, I haven't watched the other ones with children. In <laughs> there's that. What about the, there was the kid in the Reluctant Dragon? Yeah, they hired a real kid for that one too. Um, yeah, but yeah, no, one of the things that I like though about specifically specifically about the kids in this movie is that they they aren't crap kid actors. Like they <laughs> they, they worked. Like, I think they worked really hard to choose like authentic sounding kids. Uh, cause like, it, it's got like, kind of like that Charlie Brown Christmas special kind of feel to it where like the kids are just kind of like, they got them to deliver the lines as genuinely as possible. It's yeah. Like, and the way they react is very much how a kid would sound or what they would say. Yeah. Well, the kid. And the movements the, too are really yeah. cute. Well, the first kid you really get to hear is, is, is Thumper. Yeah. Um, and I, so I got, uh, uh, a thing for Thumper. Thumper was not in the original book. No. Yeah. What? The com- comedic relief was not in the original book? Exactly. Well, Disney put him in as comedic relief. Yeah. 
But uh, remember when you could actually write comedic relief, co- uh, comic relief characters, and they weren't obnoxious? Yeah. That's Thumper. Thumper yeah. was never an annoying character. But guess what? The his, in the first draft, he had a different name. What was it? Bobo. Yep. <laughs> 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 Bobo. Oh, but uh, you, see, you can never take Bobo seriously. I mean, like, Thumper's kind of a silly name, but that's kind of his characteristic. Yeah, it, Thumper fits him very well. Like, yeah. he's very, like, uh, like he's the type that is, like, to get, uh, let me get your attention by smacking my foot multiple times. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, also, speaking of things fitting very well, uh, what, so... What what's the whole hierarchy of the forest here? The, That's a good point. Because yeah. so he's was, the prince of the forest. But then uh, there's a point where all the animals are looking at him, which is kind of creepy because he's just like they're all like, "Oh, hello, little prince! Hello, little prince!" And he's like, "Oh, I was born two seconds ago. <laughs> what is happening?" Yeah. Like he doesn't understand English, and he's like, <laughs> "He he he bird." He looks very shell shocked, little little Bambi. It's yeah. actually and and then it pans away, and then you see. His father, the Great Prince, who's looking up from like Pride Rock, I guess. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of similarities between this movie and Lion King, for yeah. sure. But you pose a really but, good question: like, what is the hierarchy? Well, who decided that this big buck and his, therefore his son, is the royal family of this woodland? Yeah, because yeah. all the animals seem to agree on this. At least the ones that we see, because like, there's uh, there aren't there like some animals. That like live in the forest that we don't see. Like maybe they have a different hierarchy. Or it's like yeah. Like where's like, the meat eaters in this world? Yeah, you know we don't. We never see a single bear. No. Yeah. Or a wolf. No. Yeah. Or um. Do you we think, do see some angry dogs though. We do, okay. We do yeah, see but, angry but the dogs. Dogs are the, owned by the hunters. Yeah, by the by man. Man uh, brings the dogs to yes, the forest. Man. <laughs> <laughs> yes, man. Yes, uh, man. That's a nostalgia for it. Um, <laughs> we. Um, my my train of thought derailed. Yeah, on nature's wonderland. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, it was Rainbow Ridge. We don't yeah. see. Okay, I had a thought though. Maybe right. the reason uh, Bambi's family in particular is because uh, the Great Prince drove all the predators out of the forest because he was one kick-ass deer. I mean, I mean, he pretty is kick-ass throughout the movie. He's just a terrible father. <laughs> like, <laughs> he is. He's a really bad... I, I, we, we, I'm convinced he's a he's, he's an absentee father, and he's not very good. He just lets... He lets... Uh, he lets his... Uh, concubine? <laughs> so, yeah, how many of these... How many of these deer has he impregnated? Do how we know? many... Um, so, uh, deer mom basically is taking care of Bambi. And yeah. they live in a thicket. Yeah. yeah, and teaching him how to walk, and and Thumper's like basically being a jerk throughout this, saying, uh, "Aren't you, yeah? Why can't you walk funny? I was born yesterday. What do you think?" <laughs> he was literally born yesterday. <laughs> no, but Thumper. The the thing is, Thumper's a night. Thumper comes off as naive and not like a bully. No, yeah. he no, just doesn't no, no. know any better. Which is why I love the bits where his mother keeps scolding, like, "What did your father tell you?" We never see his father. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what did your father you, tell you before he got caught in the trap and taken away? <laughs> if you ain't got uh, nothing nice to say, don't say nothing at all. Yeah, like, what I love about Thumper is that he's the perfect representation of, like, that little kid who knows what he's doing is wrong, but he still says it anyway. And then, like, his mom's skull was like, all right, I'm sorry. Yeah. 
Like he's not really sorry. <laughs> yeah. Ultimately, he's just a kid. He's a he's a little kid. Thumper is a little kid. Yeah, rambunctious in that. But I mean, he's helping Bambi learn how to talk, and during that time, they meet Flower. Yeah. I love. I was gonna say when uh, since we seriously start getting to see some of the animation here. Uh, this is where another part where you can tell that the budget was higher because every everything moves so fluidly. Yeah, yeah. it does. But especially like the mo- motion movement of the deer. Mm. Oh God, yeah. Yeah, I also love the 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 the, the skunks' tails. Like they're like they're big yeah. and fluffy. Like. Yeah, and then they move like they move very fluidly yeah. as well. He before he meets Flower, he meets several little animals on the trail who you know, he still kind of learned bird. Forest. bird bird bird. Well, there's like like he meets the quails, and then there's oh, that yeah. mole. Yeah, yeah. What was the whole saying again. It was just. Oh, it's like, uh, good morning, sunny outside today, isn't it? And he just <laughs> Something like that. Like, oh, it's, everybody here is nice. Now this forest, I'm convinced this forest is peaceful because uh, because the great prince drove away all the predators and therefore they swore fealty to him. Yeah, that's my theory. But, so why is he the great prince and not the great king then? Because uh, and why are there two princes? Why is he like so? There's like the two little... princes. <laughs> sit before you. That's what I said. Now. <laughs> but there's the little prince, which is Bambi, and then there's the great prince of the forest, which is there's dead. probably some king deer that's like really really old. Just it's the laid. it's the forest <laughs> spirit from Princess Mononoke. <laughs> The, the I get that reference if I had seen that movie. Oh, <laughs> I need yeah. to see that movie. It's yeah, you need to see that, that movie. Really hey, if we ever get through the entire Disney archive, we will probably do Studio Ghibli. Yeah. yeah. Do you Do you want to know the only Miyazaki film I've ever seen? Sure. Ponyo. <laughs> <laughs> wow. uh, right, but it's not a bad movie. No, but I, it's, I, I liked Ponyo. But... It's just Little Mermaid. It's different. Got, it's got Liam Neeson in it. Yeah, it's got Liam Neeson in it. Neeson's in it. And, 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 and Liam Neeson. And, and a couple of, and a, and and a, a Cyrus and a Jonas. <laughs> and a and Miley Cyrus and a Jonas brother. But speaking of Ponyo, uh, so Bambi goes through the... <laughs> <laughs> so Bambi goes and meets Flower. Yeah. And Flower is adorable. Oh, Flower is, yeah. I, but I still am convinced, like, Flower, like, because, like, like, Flower is, I guess, a boy, but he's got, like, a girl's voice, right? Like, that, that was sounds, a little girl, right? Uh, it sounds like a female child, yes, but let me... Flower's just very, uh... Flower's just a very effeminate skunk. Yeah, who holds on t- to his crush of Bambi throughout his entire life. He's got a little crush on Bambi. So. A little, little crush on Bambi. Yeah, yeah, friend, friend. They're, both, they're both kids, and you know they have to have that strong friendship with him. Maybe a little more than that. He probably loves Bambi. <laughs> he probably has pictures of Bambi on his wall. Oh, no. He probably has candles that he lights every night in honor of Bambi. Don't you dare. do not. We. I don't know if we should turn um, him into a Helga G. Pataki. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if it's okay for Hey Arnold, it's okay for this podcast. <laughs> Man, we are going off the rails so much. Yeah. Sorry. All right. We'll keep it focused from now on. So, sure we will. Sure. Uh, so then... Uh, it's not a flower. Start- He's a little... Oh, that's all right. He can call oh, me a flower wow. if he wants to. That's actually a family thing. Like, my... my uh, Family would once in a while turn to each other. It's like, you can call me flower if you want to. Aw. Um, so then this leads to suddenly the weather starts to get darker and Thumper's like, we should go home now. And then this leads into the lovely, well, no, 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 because there's the thunder and lightning part too. And it's, yeah, it's, that's, that's the time when I said, I think everything is in time with the music. Mm -hmm. And they do, basically this whole movie 
like the animation, the movement is all in time with the music. Yeah. Similar to Fantasia. Yeah. Yeah. But I think arguably the the uh, the most uh, important and influential part, other than uh, a part that we'll get to later, is is the April showers yeah. scene. This me this scene is just exquisite. I love it. It's it's everything positive about a rainy day. Yeah. And then even the thunder part is cool. But all the things like oh it's it's raining and it's like cozy there's something cozy about this scene yeah well it's 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 performed like a great ballet like it feels like like everything is like really orchestrated really well and all the movements and everything like you right. said yeah very like very fluid and match the 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 tempo of of how everything is going in the song now, the, the first it, raindrops that land the little clarinet like yeah like clarinet notes and then it rains it starts and you see all the little animals Taking shelter, screwing around. That little mouse is the cutest thing in the movie. It's the the only real animal in this movie. <laughs> it doesn't talk. It looks exactly like how you imagine a mouse would look like. And <laughs> for those of you who have never seen a mouse, it's exactly what you would imagine. Well, it, it doesn't like. look like Mickey. That's for sure. <laughs> Mickey doesn't look like a mouse. But <laughs> Mickey uh, Lito Ratoncito. I, I would say uh, Little April Showers is perhaps the real only song. That comes out of this movie that people remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was well, the true. only song with lyrics that I think people could probably hum if you told them. Like, like, like if you to someone started But but it's the but it's funny because the lyrics are not exactly singable. From shorts, like there's a point where they go. Well, it's one of those like songs that is angrily out of like most people's range, where you're just like, you're just like, damn it, son, I want to sing with you. But I think it's actually, yeah, I think it's the beat itself, like bum 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 bum. It's it's a memorable, it's a memorable little series of yeah. Well, it's 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 very Williams esque, where it's like it's like oh, it's catchy, you get you remember catchy, and then they get that, and then it gets all. And then you remember it because it builds that ominous thunderstorm part where they're like, that, that classic like '40s like type of thing that they do in every like it's scary great. movie. It's not, I love that but, it's not like oh, it's like at the beginning. But yeah. not only that with Fantasia, you know how like with the thunder in uh, the Sorcerer's Apprentice, it was done by uh, cymbals. Yeah. that's the same in this movie. Like right. thunder was is made by the sound of like cymbals. During this moment earlier, we had castle thunder. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> But yeah, this is a great sequence. It's one of my favorites in the movie. Yeah, I think it's honestly, I think it's one of the greatest animation sequences ever. Like it's really, it's really memorable and really just like it's just a beautiful sequence that's always kind of stuck with me. Mm-hmm. And then upon watching it recently, like I was like this time and a time a couple weeks ago because my friend's been getting the Blu-rays and I've been watching them. Uh-huh. But like. You watch like the it, like it uh, like you know has that big crescendo and then it, like it, everything starts to calm down and it goes back to bah, 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 bah. like I just got goosebumps. I, I love it's very, that. It's very beautiful. It's it's such a it's such a it, like builds nicely and then you have this moment. You're right. It has like an act structure to it. Yeah. Just the weather has like an act structure to it. You have the rising action, you have a big moment, and then everything comes down, and it's nice again, and then it ends on a really, kind of the same way it started. 
Yeah, well, which is uh, interesting because that's kind of how this whole movie is structured, uh, where it's like it starts off in like I mean, I guess you could argue this is how all movies go, but like <laughs> it's nice that like when a movie references that within the movie and gives it like a nice like cohesiveness, where like the movie begins in one place, goes to a really dark place, and then kind of ends back in the same place where yeah. it started. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, and it's true. Fall and rising action. Yeah. This movie is cyclical, though. Yeah. It totally is because that is the way of nature. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, it's like the seasons. Everything everything moves with the seasons. In this. Speaking of which... Of the only two seasons that exist. Right. <laughs> so then, actually, it's... I guess it's a couple days from now or something. And then... Some time has passed. Sorry, hold on. Dog. There we go. It's okay, dogs. So we... We, we... Uh, we then move into the scene where uh, Bambi's mom takes him to the meadows for the first time. Don't go out there, Bambi! I know it took you here, but don't go out there. You must yeah. never run into the meadow. Because you must gallop. <laughs> so it is. A, that is a bit of good foreshadowing, though, because she says there is dangers and you should be careful. Because it's open and it's exposed. Exactly. They're thinking, even though they're talking in the words of people, they still have, are thinking like deer, like yeah. prey animals. Yeah. But then you get so. to see the other the other deer hanging around, and like the the the, the you you for the first time you get to see other male deer other than Bambi, and mm-hmm. the great prince shows up. Before and but yeah, before, just before, before that. Oh, sorry, I skipped ahead. No, it's okay. Uh, that does happen in this this sequence. Yeah, but uh, but uh, I mean, he gets to meet having some more interactions with Thumper. That again, adorable kid stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he gets to meet uh, another fawn named Feline. Oh right, yeah, who keeps licking him. Yeah, which I guess is a deer act, thing, but still, like a silly little girl. Actually, she's being all spunky and like. This great. is this is another change from the book, by the way. There was uh, no Feline? There is a Feline. Okay. Uh, Feline Dion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow, that's good. Uh, Feline and Bambi are actually first cousins in the book. Oh, I mean, I guess okay. they're animals, so it like, doesn't really matter but, to them, yeah, but, 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 but yeah. But they do have a romantic relationship. Okay. But Feline is not the only deer that he has romantic entanglements with. He actually has another entanglement with uh, another deer named, like, Marcina or Marcena. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. And then, I, I see why they cut that out of the movie. <laughs> and then uh, Walt discarded the detail that they're cousins. Of course. Mostly probably because uh, that's not kind of tabooish. I mean, it's tabooish, but also they're deer, so like the, the same yeah. rules don't apply it's to deer. For, like, it's yeah. tabooish. Well, I mean, for it's, it's not a necess- it's not a necessary detail to know. We can just kind of assume that because they're deer. <laughs> they're just deer. It's what happens. They'll, they'll have sex with whatever. And you, can, you, you can cut that out too, David. No, that's okay. <laughs> it's a circle of life. And then I mean, it spells I mean, out sex with the, like, the flowers. <laughs> God damn it. But yeah, so, alright, so yeah, so then we, the, we, we, we set up the romantic interest for later. Bambi's like kind of like grumpy about it, but like, you know. He has that moment it, where he's it, really again, shy. By the way, he's talking a lot now. Yeah. yeah Burn! <laughs> they act like children. Like, he's being shy. Like, it's like, like I could see myself like that as a kid, like hiding behind your mother. Yeah. The parents then, are clearly trying to, the mother, the two mothers are very clearly trying to get them introduced to each other. Yeah. And then. Because I think they know. <laughs> this is pre-ordered. This is an arranged marriage. And the remember that one line where, like, the, the other mom dear was like, I'm your mom's sister, which makes her your first cousin. <laughs> Just so everyone in the audience knows, 
But then there's a That explains why we were, uh, by the way, fun fact, we watched this on VHS. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes! Oh, oh, this is how old the film was. Uh, The VHS. The VHS VHS was. So there's a trailer for Little Mermaid, but not just, like, um, like... It being real released or anything. Oh no! It's like coming out in theaters November nineteen eighty nine. Like to which it was like, oh my god, Kayla, this VHS is older than you. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, yeah. It, it's really weird watching a VHS. It's like coming soon. Citizen Kane <laughs> <laughs> being released audiences nationwide. Oh god! Finally, Orson Welles on the big screen <laughs> for the first time. Um, but yeah, so so then, all right, so then we see the other male deer, and we see the great prince. Well, there's this great scene where like all these deer are running out together. Um, and yeah, and Bambi's trying to mimic them too. And is like watching them, and it, it is again like a ballet, yeah. like a dance. When they jump over certain things, you hear cymbals crash. Yeah. So it's like lined up again. They they really drew from Fantasia. I feel like for some of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Was it also was this still the period of time? Where they had to like record everything while they were like while they were like watching the video. They're like, all right, gotta time it exactly. I always assumed that um, uh, it was animated, like it, that. Most uh, well, they would do the voices first, like right. they would record the voices, animate to the voices, right? But then I, you know, I don't know because I know I in, know in, in the, the Reluctant Dragon they showed them doing the fully along with the uh, audio. Yeah, because yeah. that the I, I went to the Walt Disney Museum and they they had a little thing like a demonstration of how they used to record like sound effects and all that, mm-hmm. and uh, it's like they had to do it while watching the thing and get the timing exactly that, that's right. What, that's what they did with, um, so in the Reluctant Dragon, there's a section where it shows them doing the uh, Foley for yeah. uh, a short based off of Casey Jr. Mm. And you're just watching them doing all the sound as the animation is uh, going. Yeah. And they just had to line it up perfectly. This might be the case with um, Bambi. Yeah. Although there's, a, I guess it was more, it was more music than, than sound effects, really. Yeah. There was like, there was definitely like some like, you know, ambient sound effects, but for the most part, it was all just music, mm-hmm. which is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so now do we get introduced to the great prince? Yes, we yes. do. I feel like like the little kid who just keeps up bringing their, like their favorite part of the movie. Does it happen yet? Is this one of your favorite parts? Uh, no, I just w- wanted to talk about it. Let's talk about, all right, Ben, the floor is yours. Let's talk about the great prince. Okay. So he's really big. And like he's got all these antlers, and like he's like I'm, I'm like he like he like this guy's got an amazing strut, like yeah, like he's a he's a he's a crappy dad, but like he's fabulous. He is, he is well again in in the in direct video sequel, he's voiced by Patrick Stewart and so, Gage. Well, I love the bit where he stops and looks deliberately at Bambi, and the only animation of the close-up of him is his ears going, like, swiveling to the front. Yeah. But it's just this fixed stare, and Bambi's like, oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) My dad's already disappointed me, and I didn't even do anything. And then he asks his mom, hey, who is that weird guy? (laughs) And she doesn't say... She doesn't say that the great prince is his father. No, you, that gets revealed later on that it's his dad. Does it really? I thought I thought she, I thought she was like, yeah, that's the great prince of the forest. He's wiser and older than everybody. Also, he's your dad. No, <laughs> she doesn't say it. Oh, really? But, but we can. We already know he he. I mean, you, it's very much implied anyway, without being explicitly said, because he's born to be the new little prince. Yeah. And then the and camera panned the up, prince. and there he was, and now and there he is walking away all majestic, and then. He sees 
some crows. The hunter's theme kicks in. Yeah, this is the Jaws theme of the movie. <laughs> There's this really great bit of tension that happens where he runs and he like stomps to let all the other deer know man is approaching. They take off and the colors get really crazy. Yeah. Like the, we get the all these oranges. And shadows in this are brilliantly done. Oh yes. Yeah. Everything like it, it gets very uh would you say it's like impressionistic or like what's like whereas like it's all these bright colors but not a lot of like detail on the like... Uh-huh. Uh what is isn't it well it wouldn't be expressionistic. Or expressionist. It's a little bit expressionistic, just a tad. Just a tad. I it's postmodern, guys. There's like there was like someone signed a toilet in the background, and like... <laughs> this, is, this isn't technically post. This wouldn't be the time of postmodern. No, this movie's not like not postmodern in any way. I was just making a stupid <laughs> joke. <laughs> I, Could I, you imagine, like, like, like this is this movie's like super posed. It's like, yeah, Bambi, like, <laughs> really like, rolls their eyes, like the whole... Bambi's like, well, maybe I will, God. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. moving on. The, so the, you get a good. You, it's a good setup to the 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 most famous sequence for this movie later on, where it's like it sets up that man is evil and that man is a danger. There is there's an imminent danger in the forest, and you never. I'll say this right now. You never see a human. No. Yeah. You never see man. A- actually, uh, funny enough, um, I have this written down. Uh, man was ranked as number 20 villain on American Film Institute's list of 100 <laughs> greatest villains and heroes. And it's the only character along the list not to appear on screen. Amazing. See, in my head canon, I always like to consider uh, Gaston as the hunter <laughs> who shot Bambi's mom. Now, but, like, I guess there, like, since this is a German or, or Austrian, Austrian story, it, it would probably be a different forest than... I think, <laughs> although yeah. I think it might be set in North America because we get animals like possums and raccoons. Ah, so those that are... That is true. Those are only local to North America. Well, raccoons term. are definitely North American. Right. I can say that much for sure. Yeah, because, I mean, like, the, the thing that... I, we talked about trying to, like, place where this forest was, and I guess, I guess based off of those animals it would have to be some sort of North American forest. It could be any but, forest, but just... Based on what I'm seeing, yeah, it, I think it's somewhere in North America. Yeah, because yeah, the 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 a lot of like the early Walt Disney films have a very like European influence. Like they're supposed to take place in, I mean, because they're based off of European stories. Right, right. So. Yeah. Well, Dumbo is actually the first American one that oh. takes place in Florida. Like it that's does, Florida. It is yeah. actually. And a- Florida was way nicer in the 30s. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's funny because like there's a point where. Uh, in the beginning of the film, you see the stork looking down, mm. and it says Florida, and you see the train going through Florida. Also, do you know that Bugs Bunny once sawed off the state of Florida? Good for I'm him. sure he did, because he's a champion. Yeah. Well, yeah, the, 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 he, like, literally took a saw, sawed off Florida, and it floated away. Good job. Good job, Bugs Bunny. Uh, there's a really sad bit in there where Bambi, like, Feline and the other deer take off, and Bambi's running around going, Mother! <laughs> And while and while he's just running around in this really it's like sad he's like it's got the he's got the pan, they animate the panic deer yeah. run so well he like stops freezes runs stops freezes looks around runs and and the music is it's super quiet it's just the da 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 da, da. finally the um, great prince runs up helps lead him away yeah. finds his and mother, his mom too and his mom and right when the music cuts off you hear a gunshot <laughs> and 
the sound of crows. Clearly nothing, as far as we know, no one got shot because you get the bullet ricochet. (laughs) What is it ricocheting off of, though? Like, what in in that forest is strong enough to ricochet a bullet? (laughs) Friend Owl. <laughs> Friend Owl. <laughs> he was, he's made of metal. Yeah. <laughs> he is a robot. Um, I am Friend Owl. Friend Owl. But yeah, so so the, that is one of three times we will hear that same song and bullet at the end. And then, so, this happens, and then we have a, like, ten-second montage of Fall, and then suddenly, Winter! Yay! Fall montage is pretty cool, but then Winter happens. Because... Yeah. Fall, what is that? Fall doesn't matter to deer. Deer don't celebrate Halloween. <laughs> Happy Halloween, everybody. By the way, this is our October episode. Yeah, like, I like how you we're, choose, we're choose... using the October to talk about a little deer. We, we, you use the, the, the month of October to talk about the one movie that ignores October completely. <laughs> I mean, if we were actually basing this off thematics, we would have done Ichabod and Mr. Toad. Yeah. We are saving that one for a future month. Because it's you're doing it in order. <laughs> yep, chronologically. Anyway, but yeah, so it's winter, guys, it's and winter. it's snowing, and like Bambi is the stupid little idiot that he is. He's like, "What the hell is this? <laughs> What's all that white stuff?" <laughs> it's snow, honey. And then he goes, "I was skating with Thumper." Actually, the scene was based on live action references. The most mo- <laughs> of actual deer ice skating. No, well. No. Uh, the movements studied were those of actresses Jane Randolph and a figure skater, Donna Atwood. Hmm. I assume Donna mm-hmm. Atwood was our thumper. Uh, yeah. Because thumper, thumper actually knew how to skate on his big old feet. I, I kinda, this is definitely the uh, comedic relief part of the movie. This is the goofy, this is the silliest part of the movie. Well, yeah. except oh, for that one part where his mom dies. <laughs> We're going to get to that in a bit. No, no, I, I'm just saying it's really funny. <laughs> no, but yeah, no, this is this is definitely a really, like, lighthearted, fun little scene. You get, get, this is probably the most, like, cartoony this movie gets. It's, with, it, it's close to slapstick without being slapstick. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's sweet. It's endearing. And then, uh, get it? Endearing. You know what, David... Get the hell out. Okay. Get out of my house. All right. How you, dare you? You two carry on the You come into my place All right. to record a podcast, <laughs> watch right. my VHS player, and you make a joke like that? <laughs> no, I, I understand what I'm not wanting. Keep on going. Okay. So, let's talk about Star Wars now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Get back in here, David. Get back in here. Oh, no. I think he actually left, though. Hi, David. Can yeah. I allow back in the club? Yeah, yeah, yeah come yeah, back yeah. in. Okay. You make, if you make another pun like that, though... You're out on your ass. <laughs> you can bleep that. <laughs> there, I'm being as PG will, as possible. We will, let, we, will, we will allow some things. You know, again, PG. The PG bar has been I'm being, I'm being as PG as physically human possible. No child could be less PG than me right now. We're okay. We're so, okay. so, um... They ice there's a, Oh, they ice skate. And then there's that cute part where... Uh, they see Flower, and he's sleeping. Yeah. Which I'm, and David's like, look, Kayla, it's you. Cause it's <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because you're a cute little skunk. Yes. And also, you hibernate. I do hibernate. Well, I, I love, I love, I love that Thumper, like, shows up, and he knows the answer to the question that he's asking. He's like, hey, are you hibernating? And just like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Go that- away. His, his entire sleep cycle for the entire time, for the entire winter has been thrown off. Now he's gonna. No, he's, gonna. <laughs> he's, he's he's screwed for the rest he's of the in year. He's in big trouble. 
He's gonna, he's gonna wake up. up too late and he's gonna miss all the food. Anyway, never mind. Uh, <laughs> he recovers okay, as shown later, but it's fine. Yeah. Uh, so winter happens and, and Bambi's and like, this is great. And then, and then yeah. uh, oh no, it gets, because it gets tough because there's no like yeah. grass to eat, so they're eating bark off the tree. Oh yeah, we get, do we get cold, harsh winter montage, yeah. which yeah. is actually really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then like Bambi's like, is this gonna last forever? And uh, Bambi's mom is, is like, no. No, it won't. That's how we feel about every time the winter changes or the weather changes. Oh, God, it's hot. It's always going to be hot, isn't it? It's never going to be cold again. Well, see, whenever winter comes, I'm just ready for it to stay winter forever because I, I'm not all, I'm not all about that heat, yo. You're not all about that heat, yo? Yeah. So, okay. so yeah. So, like, then then uh, Bambi, like, they wake up. It's it's another day, and, like, they found some grass. And they're like, oh, look, see, Bambi, it's... Winter, the, like, the snow is starting to fade. And it's then, not going to last forever. And First then, screen breath. Then... Run, run, run. Bang! She dies off screen. Just like Cyclops in X-Men 3. Oh, God. Why would you bring that? <laughs> so, so Bambi makes it back to the thicket, and he turns around. We made it. We made it, Mother. Mother. And then, heartbreaking scene of him just wandering through a, blue, a snowy landscape while a choir sings in the background, well, calling for his mother, not is... realizing what happened. That's where it breaks your heart. Yeah, well, that's yeah, a well, beautiful, like, sad, it's quiet It's beautiful moment. and sad. Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's the, this movie is art for for sure. Like it the really the, is. the way that they do the mother's death, it's you know, it's still relatively kid friendly whilst showing you something extraordinarily dark. Dude, mortality is really yeah. like brought up. Like you, she doesn't make it. You hear a gunshot, and that's how you know. Yeah, that's well, how you and no, you don't and see he anything. Sees, well, he then sees the great prince who says, "Your mother can no longer be with you." It's the first time we've heard him talk. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's yeah, it's the first time we've heard him talk, but also it's like completely silent. Like it, like uh, Bambi is like wandering around, and then like there's like the zoom in, like where you can see like his outline through the 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 snowflakes that are falling, mm-hmm. and 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 then he's like, "Your mother can't be with you anymore." And just those words alone, you know what's happened. Yeah. Unless you're a little kid who's an idiot. But Bambi and B- the look on Bambi's face right then, he's just so like. Well, here's the funny part in the book. Um, this is like the part where the the dad is even more of a jerk because he's like, "Stop crying about your mother. You need to be strong, and need to if you're gonna have to be alone, learn to be alone." And that's well, his, basically the premise is... And that's how much, he stayed inside and played video games for com- the rest of his life. Ca- comparatively, this is a much kinder dad, because he says, you know, come with me, my son. And that's when he's like, oh, okay, you're pulling a Mufasa now. That's yeah. good. Well, except Dude. he pulled a Mufasa before Mufasa exists. 1942. Well, yep. So anyway... So here's the thing. You got this beautiful moment of it's very quiet, it's somber, it's so sad, and then... Birds having sex! Birds having sex! <laughs> that is the most tonal whiplash I've ever seen out of the Disney. Yeah, I snapped my neck trying to turn my head around to get into this, like that owl. Wow. And you, you all right? So then, so then we get we get grown up Bambi's like, hey, you recognize me? I mean, he's got a deep voice now. Wait, 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 hold on, hold on. There, there is a song. That song. Okay. Yeah. Has a title, and it's called "Let's Sing a Gay Little Spring Song." 
Like they might as well have played Make and Whoopi right there. Like this is this is <laughs> those this, birds are super those, mating dancing all over. Yeah, the Yeah, exactly. Like this is this is it's it's spring. It's mating season. Everybody's got to make more of them. So the weird thing is, okay, the tonal whiplash. Like, couldn't we have like Bambi? Is, like, I don't know. In another story, would have focused a little bit more on the how that affected Bambi as a person yeah like well i mean he seems like a fine well-adjusted young buck when you see him uh i mean but not even a year has passed well since his mother died maybe it's been a year we don't really know the timing we just just know all we know is is it's spring i i'm assuming it's the spring after that winter though the spring right after that winter I mean, maybe it might, it might be a year from then. Because I mean, I know animals grow up fast, so Bambi. I, but, Bambi was born in the spring. Yeah, Bambi appears as basically an adult now with horns, mm-hmm. and actually as a man's voice. And it, by the way, as we all know, it, people uh, who have had uh, seen their mothers die and have like weird absentee fathers turn out great every single time. <laughs> Oh boy! Well, it was a good thing Dad stepped in because Dad's Dad's uh, powers turned Bambi into a super deer. Well, yeah. Apparently, he's been gone for a while because he returned. Like he's like in the forest and every he's like, "Hey, do you remember me?" And then all of a sudden, Thumper's like, "Oh my gosh, Bambi, you're back!" And then Flowers like, "Bambi, you're back. We're all adults now." <laughs> I get maybe it has been longer. I don't know. Uh, yeah. It does feel a bit strange, but I mean, just again, going from that small, that like somber scene to suddenly this just da 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 uh, Let is, friend owl explain it to you. That is an amazing phrase, Twitter pated. <laughs> Twitter pated. It's isn't that like what Donald Trump does? <laughs> it got really quiet, except for the sneeze. Anyway, but the, the this is a, the this is the, I you know everything else in this movie is arguably way better, but this is my favorite part of the movie. Basically, friend Al saying it's explaining the birds and the bees to the well, sort of. Yeah, but the way he does it, he, he, he explains it like, oh, this is you meet someone that's very special and it looks good. And you get feelings for them. Yeah. That's but, more how it's explained. He doesn't say what happens. Yeah, he doesn't... He, he says it in the most, like, un... Like, like if, if, if someone had told me this explanation and I didn't know what sex was, I still would not know what sex is. <laughs> and, and, and... But, like, the... The animation here, I was wrong. This is the cartooniest part of the movie. It was like oh, yeah. when the owl's like walking around, but his like head stays perfectly in place. Yeah. Yeah, it's, so he's like t- walking in circles, but his head is still f- is always facing the camera. And it can happen to you, or you, or you. He hesitates a bit when he points to Flower, because yeah. he's a skunk. Yes, even you. <laughs> even you. So they're like, okay, well, we... We're not going to let that happen to us. No, sir. And no, then what sir. Happens? No, a woman approaches them. I'm off. <laughs> and then one by one, a woman, some female version of them approaches <laughs> them. And they're... I think I liked uh, 
flowers. Flowers uh, is my favorite. Like, uh, reaction the most. Like, after, like, they turn and they discover, like, he's fallen for a woman. He can just shrugs, like, what can I do? I like that you see, you see both, you see the skunk tails moving through the flowers. Flower pops up, looks at them, and goes, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's like, the exact shrugs, like, what are you gonna do? And then he goes back into the flowers and yeah, I find it funny, like, all the women are basically being coquettish, and yeah. they're, they're like, ooh, a man, let me try and attract him with well, my womanly ways. I mean, that's, <laughs> I, I, there's, they do it in different ways, too, like, with the, the way, the way flowers, uh, the flowers female counterpart does it is by peeking out of the flowers and being all cute and coy, and then, uh, um... Total thumpers, thumpers, so thumpers mate Mm. is total just like pulling a whole like beauty queen thing. Jessica Rabbit. She's yeah, uh, Lola Bunny. She's like preening herself. She's like and then and then uh, uh, Fiona. What's her name? Feline. Feline. The only character any other character has had history with. The Feline decides to lick his face, which is the 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 sexiest. It's what she did to him when he was a kid, but yeah. that, then it yeah, was just wouldn't annoying. Yeah, but wouldn't that make it, like, the opposite of sexy? <laughs> In this context, because it clearly throws uh, Bambi for enough of a loop that the world turns into clouds, and he goes leaping after her. And so, yeah, and that brings up something that I, I've been talking about this whole movie. Oh, is this no. a Jacob's Ladder scenario? <laughs> because... Alright, so earlier in the movie, uh, when his mom dies, we hear, like, the gunshot, right? And then, like, Bambi's, like, running off. But, like, is this all in his mind? And is he actually dying on the ground in the snow? And, like, this is him living out the fantasy of what his life would have been like if he had been alive. And, like, we get this sequence where he's, like, jumping around through the clouds with this girl. And But is he actually just seeing reality because he's dead? Oh, It's boy. Bambi. Don't put too much effort into this. Well, they certainly put a lot of effort into this movie because it looks <laughs> awesome. It, it does. does. Oh, oh, after, like, a uh, romantic moment scene, we get Nemesis Deer. Oh, Nemesis Derek! <laughs> <laughs> so, he has a name. So, Derek, Derek shows up. Yeah, Derek is, he's, he's like, wearing a Letterman jacket. He's like, hey, Bambi, I'm on the football team. <laughs> like, okay, he doesn't speak at all. Suddenly, he speaks in boom. <laughs> And it's basically stings. using his antlers to like move Bambi away, and it's like, nope. And he's trying he's... to corral Feline off. Yeah. And then Feline is crying for Bambi. Bambi. So, by the way, they these guys have been calling him Derek the whole time. I looked at Kayla as we were watching. like, does this Derek have a name? Before she could open her mouth, Beth's like, it's Derek. <laughs> it was just like the douchiest name I could come up with on this. <laughs> And this is actually the... Uh, Apologies to any Derricks who are listening to the show. We're so sorry. <laughs> so, actually, funny enough, the the deer does have a name, and it, the, this deer was a character in the novel, too. Yeah. His name is Rondo. Rondo? Rondo. Wow, what a, what a great a, name. That's a... <laughs> Yeah, but Derek is, like, specifically very contemporary, which makes me laugh. <laughs> no, no, having him be Derek is pretty amusing. So, so Derek what? tries to have sex with Feline Dion, and uh, Bambino is like, nah, I'm not having any of this! So he, like, runs over and beats up Derek. They fight with their antlers, and it's a again, big silhouette fight. Again, great animation, great music, along with the animation. Yeah. 
beautiful colors light. though. Yeah, there's striking. There's, there's only like they're all they're fighting all in silhouette except there's like light coming from above that's hitting them and only lighting specific spots and like yeah. either a harsh yellow or a harsh orange. It's very cool. Yeah, and so there, there's also some like very dark blues that have like because it like so some I guess like. Maybe, like, when he's winning, it's all, like, red, and when he's, like, losing, it's all, like, blue. Or yeah. Maybe there's some sort of color coordination there, but it's very, it's, it, it just changes. very pops out. It's, it's awesome. And then he knocks uh, Derek into the... Derek Rondo. His first name's Derek. <laughs> his last name's Rondo. It's so like the military. Everyone his, refers to each other you know, by their last his, Whatever his, his, uh, his uh, stag father rides up, he just goes... He just goes, or, he, you know, he calls him Derek, but, you know, there's the also the teacher deer for Jim. I was like, Rondo, get in here. <laughs> so the whole class just knows it was Rondo. But yeah, he, knock, he knocks Rondo off of a cliff. Into a pond. Into a pond. He and, get, you see him get up and, like, hobble away before the camera cuts back to Feline being, like, my hero. Basically. And then we get to... Uh, Down to business. Looking for romance. This is the, uh, this is the Can You Feel the Love Tonight of 1942. Where it my, smells sex guys, with flowers. <laughs> guys, this movie is The Lion King before it was The Lion King. It really was. Also here. Um, but yeah, and so, uh, yeah, so he, they, he, they, they finally get down to the, the business and, uh. I like, I actually like this sequence. Uh, I'm looking for, uh, looking for romance. There's something about the, the way it's kind of done in a minor key at the beginning. Mm. You no, know, da, 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 da. Whatever the lyrics are, when I'm looking for romance. <laughs> but it's a, it's nice. I love the like. It's all in blue. It's all at night. You can see a lot of shots of like these these uh, night scenes of fields. The mm. way the gla- grass is like blowing in the wind makes it look kind of like a like. There's a part where you see it and it's, like catching moonlight, so it looks yeah. like it's all like a river and mm. shiny, but it's actually just a meadow. Yeah. And I'm like. You, didn't your mom warn you about going into the meadow without being careful because it could yeah, be bad? Yeah, no, no. The, the, your mom warned you about going into the meadow without protection. You might <laughs> end up with another baby fawn. deer. Fawn. And that's no fawn. <laughs> so, yeah. So, they, they, they get down to the, the, the business. You get they go to the thicket. They go back to the thicket. And they, they curl up. And it's a... And he's like... His, his deer senses are tingling. So goes, uh, and his dad's there. He's like, "That's smoke. Man is coming." Yeah, you can see from a view like smoke. Right, you could, they're, they're looking down into like this valley, and there's a camp. They're very in the distance. You can see a campsite set up, and yeah. smoke is rising from it. And crows are circling. There's always crows circling wherever man is. Yeah, well, it's it's is. The I think the implication is as w- with hunting, like when men are w- wandering through like fields, like the birds all end up flying up out of the meadows. And also, this is this is I think this is the most hardcore scene in the movie. Where uh, other than the mom dying, obviously, but like the most hardcore thing happens where like you see real fear in the the, the bird. Where she's like, they're getting closer. I wish we should fly out of here. That is actually the scariest moment. That part is actually scary because that's real it? fear. Like I I would feel that way. Well, the, the the scariest thing about the hunters or hunter well, the uh, the great the prince the great prince says that there's more of them this time. So yeah. last time it was probably just one hunter. Yeah. But now it's a whole gang of hunters. Yeah. And there's this great, I love that moment because, like, it's so tense. There's music is still there. They're hiding and they're just like, he's coming. He's coming closer. But you never see him. Yeah. And that makes it so much scarier. Yeah, like Jaws, where you don't see the shark. You don't see that. And then the man is not working. The man is not working. 
And then the bird snaps and is like, is like, I can't do it, I can't. And she gets <gasps> shot. And you actually see her body fall to the ground like, whoa. And then the animals yeah. scatter. And I swear these hunters just want to shoot everything because they're yeah. taking shots at things that would be like obliterated by a buck, by, by buckshot. Yeah. Like they shoot at like chipmunks. Yeah. And you see the bullets like kicking up, breaking branches, and kicking up dirt. Well, clearly the these hunters have had, these hunters have had a lot to drink. Yeah, there's a moon, yeah. there's plenty of moonshine involved, I'm sure. <laughs> which also explains why they left their campfire untended. But anyway, yeah. And this is why the forest goes on fire. But uh, Bambi, uh, Feline wakes up, can't find Bambi, goes off looking for him. She's like nearly, a <laughs> nearly misses Bambi as he comes back to the thicket to warn her. Yeah. And then they go looking for you know Feline is trying to get away. Yeah. And then the dogs come. The dogs! Release the hounds! And then the dogs are just like, there's, there's the, yeah, they the got only it. predator animals we see in this movie. This is true. And they, they, they corner Feline up on those rocks, and then Bambi shows up and kicks some butt. Yeah, he's just a, he's a, he's a, he's a pro. He just comes in, he's like, I'm, I'm fresh off of, of, of beating down Derek. I'm going to go ahead and just, just ruin these dogs. And I he does. Ca- I came here to... Champion. I came here to do two things. Impregnate Feline and, and <laughs> kick some... <laughs> Uh, dog butt and I'm all out of having coitus with Feline. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so uh, he he saves her and then like the dad shows back up and is like, everything's on fire, son! Well, wait, 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 no. That's right. Because Damn it, I keep jumping ahead. No, it's okay. Bambi gets shot. Oh, right, yeah, he jumps the he jumps, he jumps the gap and mid-air he's like, ha and he gets shot and he's like, oh, and he, like, collapses on the other... He still clears the ravine. Yeah. But he gets shot midway across the ravine. Yeah. And, but then, that, after that, that is when you amazing... see the fire start, right? Yeah. He, he, that was an amazing shot, by the way. Whoever Hunter shot him was, like, was probably just walking along, looked up, saw a deer mid-leap, and just went, bam! <laughs> Spun around, 360 no-scope, bang! That was, that was some revolver ocelot right there. you know there. that yeah. probably, like, all the hunters are that are on Moonshine are like, good job, man! Yeah, I like, like slapping each other's butts and like <laughs> whoa, whoa so family's like dying of a gunshot wound and then then the fire happens yeah the fire happens settlers the hunter's campfire goes a wall yeah and spreads into the forest and this forest catches up like a tinderbox yeah and it and goes and, up so fast yeah and bambi's dad is like get up bambi get up I don't care if you've been shot. Do you, I, do you, Be a what man. are you more afraid of? Dying or disappointing me? It's <laughs> like, so, well, I guess disappointing my dad is That's more right. of a... <laughs> I have talked to you well, son. Now. They, all, they both run together. Run, run, run. As Go through the river, which is beautiful. Yes. And then they jump over that waterfall that we saw at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. That, again. Good, good foreshadowing. Yeah. And so, yeah, they jump down and, like, you see all the other deer, they're, like, standing on, like, kind of, like, this island in the middle of the, 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 uh, and then in watch, the middle of the river. watch as you see the biggest forest fire. That fire is legit hellish looking. It's awesome. Yeah, it's, Like, it's, from a distance, you can just see it consuming the forest. It's, and it's pretty topical with all these, like, all these fires happening in California. Oh, California, yeah. Where, where does this movie take place? Northern Clearly California? Not. Well, it could be. Yeah. Yeah. And then Feline is happy because she sees Bambi swimming with his father to the shore. He's seeing he's remarkably okay. He's not even limping, even though he took a a, a, a gunshot. A bullet and somewhere. And, and it's really good that all the animals were able to make it out of the forest alive. Uh, yeah. And unharmed. Uh, yeah. And there's, except the one bird. Yeah, there's Several, two deaths in this movie. The, the major Well, unless the hunters died in the fire. And I mean, the we dogs. Can, we can only hope. <laughs> 
you know how we we have a counter like of villains falling over. The yeah. dogs were hit by rocks. Yeah, yeah, but they didn't fall to their deaths from a high thing. We don't see them die. They just get hit by rocks and they're just like scrambling, but they don't. Oh. Get back up the cliff. Okay, okay. I don't know. I wouldn't count uh, it. I, let's save the let's save the the the, the falling counter. So the pl- plummet the plummet counter. It's still for those of one. you keeping track at home. This does not count as part of the tally. Remember, plummet counter is only at one. The only the only person on that list is the wicked queen. So far. Uh, Don't worry, there'll be more to come later. Oh yeah, especially when we get to the nineties. <laughs> oh god. Oh yeah. There's a lot of people falling off of cliffs, so uh, people get your were ready. not cliff conscious in the nineties. <laughs> they hadn't done it in so long. Yeah. So but, yeah. So yeah, they Feline and they get together in the river. I guess healed Bambi of his gunshot, and then we go to spring again. Yeah. And most of the forest is suddenly healed. But you can actually see the places where the forest is still burned. Yeah. And the new growth is coming in, which is a nice, a really nice detail. Yeah, unlike unlike Lion King, where everything <laughs> magically just goes back to exactly the way it was before. Well, when the rightful king is there, you know, he roars and uh, it rejuvenates everything. Yeah, yeah, like it rains once <laughs> and everything regrows. It's like, ah, oh, we're fine! <laughs> What's that song, uh, you know, from that... Paints that Christmas song about Africa that paints it in the worst light. It's the a place where nothing Africa. grows, no rain or rivers flow. And I'm like, you're basically describing the Pride Lands under Scar. Yeah. So, yeah, for sure. All you need is a lion to come roar and make it rain. Um, <laughs> we are talking about the Lion King an awful lot for the fact that we should be talking There's about Bambi. There's a lot of similarities. Well, Lion King definitely took a lot from Bambi. But it's it's a lot more story centered. This 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 one feels a lot more kind of uh, like there there is story and like uh, the, there's story, but there's not a lot of. Well, before we before we get to that, let me let's just finish it up by saying uh, two baby fawns are born from by Bambi, and all their all of them are like, oh look at the adorable new little babies, and Bambi and his father look from Pride Rock. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. they're up on Pride Rock, which is it, it's mimicking the shot from the very beginning where it was just his dad up on the rock. So but now, now, but then, but then the great prince like nods and walks away, leaving Bambi there by himself. <laughs> it's like you did good, son. I feel like it's sort of in a pseudo way. It's like passing the mantle. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So like he's like, I'm off to go disappear into the woods or whatever. <laughs> I'm gonna go get laid. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, and we get to see some of the little kids. We get to see. Uh, Thumper's kids. We get to see Flowers' one kid, who's yeah. named Bambi, which is adorable. Yeah, As is another another price to the altar for which Flower <laughs> has to make to Bambi. <laughs> so, I was gonna say, now that we've reached the end, that's the end. By the way, the two fawns are born, and it's adorable. Yeah, and you get that classic kind of like Disney, like 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 uh, crescendo. <laughs> You'll hear it at the end of this episode. Um... Because we always end these with the uh, finale music from the movie. Yeah. 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 So, uh, but yeah, I was going to say earlier, uh, in terms of story, yes, it tells a definite story. Is there a ton of character development? Not so much. Things kind of happen pretty fast in this movie. Think, yeah. But yeah. but my thought is it's we're, it's like we're watching a nature documentary where the animals happen to speak English. Yeah. Well, it's it's definitely more of a. <laughs> it feels more like kind of like a slice slice of life type of. Yeah. It, it type feels of movie. like it feels like um, life in the forest. Yeah, and it's very. Which is, it's it's very cyclical as 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 we've mentioned several times. Right. It. Life finds a way. 
know, you know how I said with uh, with Dumbo, it feels like uh, a slice of life in uh, working in a circus. Right. This feels like a slice of life living in the forest. Mm-hmm. From the point of view of the animals. Right. I mean, it's interesting because it's like when you think of the what's the the characters that stand out are like Bambi, Thumper, Flower, kind of Feline, Friend Owl, Feline, yeah. Friend Owl, Friend Owl does stand out, but Feline doesn't do that much other than no, she's just Bambi. The love she's the love interest. I liked her better when she was a little kid. And she was just messing with Bambi and giggling a lot. It was really yeah. endearing. Yeah. See, this this I brings get- up the real problem in the Hollywood industry, which is we need to write better female characters. Jerks. Yeah, the 40s were... Did you hear me, 1942? <laughs> 1942! What? <laughs> what better characters for women? I like that you're more upset about this than I am. <laughs> no, 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 no. Listen, I'm not here to tell your battles for you, but I am here to white mansplain everything that should be your problem. Now, let me explain jazz to you. <laughs> wow. You don't know what the jazz is all about. This is jazz! The angry jazz! She smarts me! She smarts me! So, uh, what do we all think of Bambi? It's beautiful! It is! is. I. I mean. I know it was Walt's favorite. I don't know if it's mine, but. It's not really mine. There's not much of a story to it, to be honest. There's a story, but. It's not much of one. Well, it's 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 a much subtler, more real story. I yeah, that's like. the thing. Yeah. Bit, that's rather what I like than about like Pinocchio it. or anything. Like I feel like this. I think this, it's paced. I actually think it's paced fairly well yeah. for what it does. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah, it's you know essentially like you know how the the book isn't really a kids book. I I wouldn't actually consider this movie like essentially a kids movie because it was it, it wasn't your favorite. It's not really. It wasn't really my favorite when I was a kid. Like I don't know a lot of kids were like, oh yeah, Bambi. That's my favorite movie. Yeah. But, like, as an adult, like, I think it's a lot more interesting, a lot more, there's a lot more to it than when you would get from watching it as a Yeah, kid. Okay. Other than knowing that death is a thing that's going to happen. Yeah, I, I think as an adult, you can appreciate it for the artwork, for, like, just the beauty and its subtlety. The, te- the technical yeah. achievements that continue to be done with animation. Yeah. The dedication they put into the animation of this film. Yeah, and if you see one thing from this movie, like, look up the clip of April Showers. Like, if you, if you don't watch this entire movie, just watch that, because that that's just, like, a master class in good animation. Yeah. Right. And I gotta say, like, it, it had an impact that so many people I know were were genuinely heartbroken and in some cases traumatized by the death of uh, Bambi's mother. That well, is such a memorable moment in, like, animation. Well, another thing is, it's probably one of the first times uh, people were introduced to death, like, in a movie. That's a good point. Uh, like, what has happened? She's gone. What does it mean being gone? And then parents probably have to explain what death is to their kids. <laughs> They're, like, on the way home. It's like, damn it, Disney! Just have an uncomfortable conversation with my child. You want to know something weird? What? The first time I, uh, the first time I ever really understood what morality or morality mortality was was actually through Rugrats. <laughs> oh, are you serious? What, I'm not what, even kidding. I remember episode? one of my earliest memories of knowing, learning what death was was through Rugrats when when Chucky's pill bug died. Ooh. Oh wow. Isn't that weird? That is, it is weird. And they were trying to explain death to each other, and my little kid brain latched onto it. It's kind of like when you go to sleep forever. Well, the funny part is, I 
That's a horrible way of explaining I know, death. But babies. I know. And it's you... like it's no. I mean, like I'm not saying that that's like like it doesn't get the point across. The first, it just I... gets the point across in the worst yeah. way possible. I'm just saying that's the first I remember as a little kid of death being brought up in anything. I in always that I remember. I think I in always, animation. I always understood death because my my mom would always there were so many funerals when I was a kid. Oh. So I went to a bunch of funerals when when I was very very little. Oh. Like, a lot of these, it's like, I have very vague memories of, but the idea of death was not, like, anything new. So there wasn't really a movie or anything where it was like, oh, that's what death is. Uh, I still don't have a uh, reasonable understanding of death. I just uh, <laughs> think that we live forever. <laughs> I hope I get old before I die. Like like it, it, like those stormtroopers, they're not actually dead. They're just stunned, right? Yes. They're all fine. There's one set for stun. <laughs> they, they, he said stun! <laughs> <laughs> so, I... Okay, so how should we uh, end this... Uh... Well, let's just say... Uh, we collectively are the worst villains. We are in the top 20 spot of... Yeah. Well, actually, no, only me and Ben. Yeah. yeah. Because man is the uh, worst villain. Yeah, it villain. doesn't include woman. Yes. So, Kayla, you're allowed to go into forest. Woo! We are not ever again. Woo! But yeah, so the, I, I uh, on, on a scale of uh, five to seven, I give this movie a six. That's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> No, this is a great movie. Honestly, like I, I, I rate it very highly among the Disney oeuvre. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's just not. It's definitely not like something that that like I think many kids are going to appreciate fully until they're older. Yeah, I can agree with that. You know, uh, it wouldn't surprise me if this served as an early like sort of springboard for Walt's idea of doing the true life adventures. Oh, you know, like mm-hmm. think about it. This was very much in that in that wheelhouse, even definitely. though it's not. It, you know, it's just a show. It's a story about nature, and maybe who knows? This is if this was one of Walt's favorite movies. Later on, he'd be like, "Let's do true life adventures, and then talk about actually show stories." People in hunting animals, or you know, throwing lemmings off a cliff. You know, like, did, did oh, he actually do that? Yeah, they did. Yeah, that actually they actually encouraged lemmings. To, yeah. They herded lemmings off a cliff because they heard stories. But anyway, that's good. a dark side of this that we might get into later. Who knows? Good job, uh, lemmings. You did it. In the meantime, uh, if you want to continue following this podcast and you haven't uh, subscribed to us before, you can find us at venuenetwork.com slash animusings. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at animusingspod. Uh, or you can email us at animusingspod at gmail.com. Uh, or just animusings yes. at gmail.com. Uh, I always forget this. I, keep I always forget this. Short answer is yes. Well, one of those should work. Uh, <laughs> I think it's an amusing podcast at yeah. And if this is your first time listening to the show, uh, welcome. And if this is not your first time listening to the show, thank you for continuing to join us on this this adventure through um, through the Disney canon. I believe There's... our next film is Saludos Amigos. Saludos Amigos, yes. But if we, is there anything extra in between that we're going to be looking uh, at? Victory through air power. We'll have to see if we can find that one. If not, our next main feature is going to be Saludos Amigos. Uh, yeah, also, here's here's a fun thing for you guys to do in the comments. Discuss what the, the animal hierarchy is yeah, yeah, in no. Bambi. Yeah, that's <laughs> what a question. What do you think? What do you guys think? How do you guys think that the deer became sort of the, the eminent domain rulers of the forest? Yeah, David, if anybody emails you about this, please let me know. I okay. want to know what people think about this. Well, I, well if people want to... Well, what if people want to check out the stuff uh, you've done, Ben? Oh, my God. I, yeah, have, I have so many things. 
Well, I, I'm I'm a filmmaker. I'm a director. Um, so I've got a short film that'll be coming out soon. I'll have a trailer that's uh, gonna drop uh, sometime very soon. So keep out an eye out for Guns Don't Lie. It's a trailer. Just look it up on YouTube. Uh, and then Kayla and I were extras in it. Yeah, they they, they were extras, and also David actually was a uh, um, like I sent him the script. He gave me some some good notes on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also, uh, if you want to check out some of my older stuff, you can look at uh, 2020 Gaming, which is my gaming channel with Sean, which David has also been a guest on. It's true. Uh, and the Revisionist Podcast, which uh, you, both of you really guys have been on that too. Yeah, yeah, we have actually. It was a good time. We we talked about doing this with you guys back then too. Yeah. You, you and Ty. So we'll have uh, to get Ty in for one. Absolutely, future. absolutely. Nah. I know he's he's interested. So cool, cool. Well, uh, Ben, thank you again for joining us for this uh, for this episode of Animusings. And yeah. can I just say magnification one more time? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Magnification. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> I did it. <laughs> Please watch your step as you exit the podcast, and thank you for joining us this week. Hi, everybody. Or week? Month. Month. <laughs> and thank you for. I, I didn't. I clearly didn't step out of the car well enough. Uh, you're gonna need to take. Oh no! Oh no! You're you're caught. You're caught on the vehicle. Oh no! It's dragging you. But oh no! Oh, oh God! Why? Feeding package this midnight. Seat your appetite for terror and reserve your ears for a feast of the sound. The Midnight Marinara Podcast is here for you, intrepid listener. We sample only the finest and sinister stories and, coating them with our own unique spooky sauce, present them to you as airy audio dramas. Tune in as Midnight Marinara sends shivers of fear and spasms of laughter through you. Bon appetit. <laughs> This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com.